hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I am your host, Jeroen, and I've listened to all of these songs multiple times. And I'm a skeleton. No, you're not a skeleton. Spooky, spooky, spooky. I'm a scary skeleton. Here to eat your heart. Mm, don't be scared. It's just me, your co-host Mira. And I'm listening to all of these songs for the very first time. Mira, we have four more songs to go, and then we have listened to all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. How do you feel about that knowledge? I feel excited, relieved, but mm-hmm. also a little bit sad. Today I'd like to stay close to home. The Netherlands. Exactly. I do kind of know something about who they're sending. Okay, but tell me what you know so that I know where to start you from. It's girls. It is girls. It's like two or three girls. Okay. Maybe they're sisters. Mm -hmm. That's it. I think one of them has red hair. Okay. Um... Oh, I think they have like a stupid name. Well, those are the talking points indeed. These uh, girls are called Lisa, Amy, and Shelley. That are their given names. Jesus Christ. They are sisters. Yeah. All three of them. Two of them, in fact, uh, are twins. Oh boy. They were... They were twinning together... All the way. Well said. Um, Lisa, Amy, and Shelley have been uh, performing for a while. In fact... They are uh, this year's only act uh, to grow up from junior Eurovision to the adult Eurovision. Oh, hello. They've represented the Netherlands in 2007. So that's been 10 years, and now they're all grown up, and they can do the real Eurovision. You said they can do, but should they? <laughs> that's what we'll talk about. Um... Now they are back then. They were known as uh, Lisa, Amy, and Shelley, just just their given names. Uh, but now they are known as. Do we have a piece of paper? Uh. No, I just want to write down um, what their name is. So that's their name, and now I would like to ask you to pronounce that. I can't believe I was born in the fucking Netherlands. <laughs> Oh, Jean? Yes. Got it first try. Why? The O stands for blood type O. They, is... Which is the one that they all have. Jean stands for their genes because they share genes. It's really hard As in they are related by genetics. The three stands for the fact that there's three of them. This... So that's the most convoluted thing because you're saying the same thing three times in a different way and making it all the harder to like pronounce and parse what that says i love that that's just a great way to get started and to like make yourself approachable for the eurovision crowd when did how did they i don't know yeah i don't know what the thought process is that leads you to ogene because ogene isn't a word like, if it was a word and you're putting the puns in it, it would be like, okay, too many puns. But at least that would make sense. But Ogene is already a made-up sound. And then it's 
just could have just been Jean. Yeah, but then... Or Jeans. With a Z. Or Jean Sis. Wait. Wait. Now, there are three sisters who sing together, who've been singing together for most of their lives, so you know kind of what to expect there. I guess that's sweet. Some harmonizing. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh... That's the, that's the main draw, is the fact that their harmonies are supposedly quite impressive. Um, the song they will be singing is very personal. It was written by their father. Okay. So that should tell you something about why they're in show business. Um, but the song is about their mother. Because their mother is uh, struggling with illness. She's very sick. Aww. And the song is supposed to be uh, very hopeful. And it brings up a lot of questions in very broken English about like... What, what, what's up with this, man? How is that fair? That's basically what the, what the song asks. So what's the deal? Bruh. That was not the most elegant explanation I could have given, but I think that pretty much tells you what you need to know. Sisters singing a song about their mother, who is sick, written by their father. Right, okay. I'm pretty excited to see what's up with this. Okay, well, the song is called Lights and Shadows. Okay. Which is, you know, ups and downs, lights and shadows, blacks and whites, everything. Yeah, no more, uh, I'll, I, I won't keep you on it for much longer. We'll just go ahead and listen to Ogin, who will be representing the Netherlands with the song Lights and Shadows. I can only hope when you fly away free. good at singing together because we've been trying to harmonize and we just can't do it well yeah because it's hard because it is it is not easy either you it's also harder if you don't know what the harmony is and what, who's gonna do what part that's yeah. usually our problem is we both start either doing the harmony or the main melody because we don't know who's gonna do what and then once you decide I'm going to sing that, you can't flip anymore, and that's why we cannot harmonize. <laughs> but they, they sure can. They fucking do it. Yeah. That's really impressive. Um, I mean, and this is a recording, so they nailed that live, and that is all the more impressive. Yeah, yeah. This, this song real cool. really comes to life uh, as a live performance, as in because, because you realize that it is their voices, and they are actually harmonizing, and that is... That is quite impressive. So, yeah, as a starting point, we'll give them that. Yeah, as a, yeah, I will give a, give them points for that. Um, song wise, like there was a point where I thought it was gonna go mm -hmm. somewhere good. I think it was the guitar, like, yeah. and I was like, mm, going in a rock direction, but then it went to that bridge that was. Not that great because it's a weird kind of bridge to do while harmonizing. 
Yeah, sure. I, yeah, that makes sense. It feels like I, it felt like it needed to be more spoken, but I think I just did not like that bridge there. And then after that bridge, they try to do something else, which was well, they do the chorus again, but then they uh, they flatten the melody basically. Yeah. Whereas before they go, we're gonna stand in line and not give up. There they go. We're gonna stand in line and not give up. Oh yeah, that's when I yelled ugh it's... and stopped liking it. The problem is that I think it kind of does work. Um, my initial reaction to this um, was was indifference, uh, I think. Largely indifferent and like didn't impress me that much. I mean, I was like, okay, they can sure sing and it's got some kind of build up. Um, as time's gone over it, now that I know how the song goes, like I know, yeah, that's mm-hmm. where the bridge goes. That's where the second chorus go, where everything goes. I'm like, yeah, this is a solid package. But it always happens that I, I don't remember what first impact of the song really feels like. Yeah. And I think that's with everyone in the Eurovision bubble, is you yeah. forget like the power of that first impact, which is the most important thing at Eurovision, because most people will be seeing it for the first time. Now, the first time they'll be seeing it will be a live performance, uh, where hopefully the commentator says something about their backstory, tells you something about the fact that they're sisters. Um, and then I guess like that'll touch heartstrings, maybe. There's yeah. some things going for it, for sure. Yeah, for sure there are some good parts about it, um, but this just doesn't really do it for I, me. I totally understand. Also, it is, is, this, is this the worst English of this year's Eurovision? It's not very good, is it? It's, it's astoundingly bad. But I think, and here's the I th- thing. I think I... the problem is it's very obvious because um, the people who wrote this song natively speak the same language we speak natively and that makes it very obvious when you notice that something has been translated from your own language it's like that's yeah that's like that's not how you say it in english i know that's how we say it but that is not an english sentence that's a that's an entirely different feeling from which i've started to notice in like esti laul in estonian songs i've told you that that i'm like there's a specific way that they use language wrong that they use english wrong that i know that in in estonian they don't have those kind of words or whatever so like you start to notice that mm-hmm. through the years um but in this case it's like yeah it, it, it really just speaks to you because you hear people you know speak english wrong in that same way yeah 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 that's why it's it's very striking as bad english i don't think the english is that bad necessarily like the ideas are understandable but the corner where you strongly fight, that is not, that is not English. Uh, the road that everybody goes. Not, not to sound like arrogant, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you, but sometimes you realize that your English is better than other people's, obviously. And it kind of niggles you because you're like, once you hear once that that's a mistake... Or like someone must have told you at some point that that was a mistake. Why are you still constantly saying that wrong? Yeah. We've all had English. We've all watched the TV. Why isn't everyone assimilating that information the way that I am? Yeah, why isn't everyone is, good at English? Yeah, but that's just... I mean, 
Like, that's not... We've just had, like, a, a, we've just both had a weird talent for language from a Probably, very young yes. age. Um, and it's unfair to expect that from other people. And uh, the fact that other people don't have that immediate reaction to wrong English also means that something like this might not sit that poorly with people. Well, a lot of people watching Eurovision don't speak English. Well, exactly. There's that. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a a detriment to the song and that's not where the power of the song comes from. Although, although, although it is like, these are the meaningful lyrics, but, but to me it's like strongly, you strongly fight. Yeah. It won't reach the corner where you strongly fight. That's just like, that's not English. But you are so much more to me than the one who carries all the burden. That's Dutch. That's not English. That's Dutch with English words. It is, but it's not egregious because it is. I think it's technically like the the there are enough words there mm-hmm. that 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 works as a sentence to me. It's funny that they... I, I like that they say we're going to stand in line because they are standing in line. Yeah, it's, very, it's very literal it's that very way. Very literal. Um, yeah, it's literal in the same way that you have been going through these stages of, of cancer? Yeah, I don't know exactly. Mutter, bolt tumor, okay. Ugh! So, oh, that's the worst. So uh, it's some kind of bone disease. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's that's rough. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, that's horrible. Which obviously has a large impact, and like, even even if the song wouldn't be directly about that, they would use that. But I think there there's some of it that is also a little bit too literal. If you keep like the story of their mom in mind, it it's not forbidden to talk about like a personal experience because we've liked that a lot in some other songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we specifically said that we like specificity. And yet, there is something about this that where that doesn't work. You know? Yeah. To me, it it kind of walks a line. It's not. It it's not talking about a situation it's talking about their feelings in a situation yeah and but the situation isn't s- stated in the song yeah, and they're also kind of using the song as uh, a, a ge- general motivational thing yeah it's it seems a lot like it is just a general motivational song which is as we know influenced by something real but it doesn't necessarily feel like it comes from that genuine real emotion if that makes sense but that feels yeah. that, that also feels kind of harsh maybe i don't yeah, know yeah because they are like are really going through that yeah 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 absolutely i get why someone i get how someone could really like this song yeah i think i think people are going to like it but i don't and that's your prerogative oh i love Every battle's victory is a double feeling. Uh, that's Dutch. That one really that's just strikes Dutch. me each time. That one makes me go, a double feeling? It's just this easy language. No, th- yeah, that's, language that is probably it. feels very basic and easy. And I would have rather 
this just been in Dutch? Yeah, but then the problem would have been to us at least. I think that I don't. I don't think it would have been written with much more poetry in Dutch. Yeah. And I think that is also part of it. There is not like there's not a deep poeticism to this. It it is genuine, but it feels genuine on the surface, which is kind of weird because it's, we. Uh, it's Facebook poetry. Kinda, but that. Like, I, something about saying that feels rude also, because I know that it is real. But as much, you know, as we, you want to be respectful of what people are going through, that is how the song comes across. A lot of people will not get the story, and a lot of people won't say, like, oh, I hate the song, but I like the story, I'll vote. That's not going to happen. No, that definitely so, will not happen. Um... You that, can't get through on your story alone. No, that's true. But that's not to say that I think this won't uh, pick up some votes. I think it's going to do pretty well because I think uh, just a, gr a group, three women harmonizing. Yeah, that's very strong. That's very The good. power of that as a performance is already strong enough without needing anything yeah, story-wise yeah, yeah. there. Because it doesn't happen that much. And good harmony reaches people... And it transcends languages. Yeah. Do you remember last year when when we saw that video of um, Sergei Lazarev? Yeah. Like warming up, mm -hmm. doing a warm up with his backing vocalist, and they just did the song a cappella. Yeah, it with was amazing. Just the best harmony ever. Also, um, Joe and Jake. Yeah, they also had a great, great, a harmony, great harmony that you didn't, you didn't realize how good the harmony was until they were singing it without the music. I'm like, a sucker for good harmony. It's the thing is, every time that there are like backing vocals or people singing a duet, there's always great harmonies going on because all the vocals at Eurovision are live, right? So mm -hmm. like a lot of times there will be a backing vocal that you tune out because in a lot of songs there is a backing vocal that just is there and isn't given much thought. But that is being performed live, and the harmony of that isn't always given, you know, the mm -hmm. proper reverence, the proper credence, the proper respect, the proper, it, like, attention. Isn't that a thing this year? Like, didn't you mention that it's weird that this year all the backing vocalists are hidden? Well, it's been going on for a few years. Like, they've, uh, the, a, few, a few years ago, they started, like, making an area of the stage specifically that was like out of view of cameras so they could put hidden backing vocals there whereas before that point you could always hide your backing vocals in the shadow on the stage like somewhere mm -hmm. kind of out of view but they needed to be on stage um and you would see that often that there was like a performance and you'd suddenly be like hey wait that's a backing vocalist in the background <laughs> but now they really are like they've made a space for them to be hidden which i think is a shame because it's like the ease of doing that often hurts your performance more than it like helps it because the fact that backing vocals are there people enjoy watching a live performance yeah people enjoy knowing that everything is live and i think that's a big draw of eurovision that sometimes people forget now og doesn't have backing vocals they are relying purely they are on their own backing on vocals. the three of them to carry the song. I wouldn't mind seeing this do well. I have no like particular investment in it, but I think it's going to, I mean, I get this in my head sometimes and it and I do like, it is very good to sing because of 
the harmonizing and the stuff and like that second chorus. Yeah, you can sing any part of it. I'm just saying this, the build up to that second chorus is really good because the first chorus is very like calm and then the second one, that's where the guitar kicks in and that one goes up the gear and that one's really good. It's the second chorus is the best yeah. part of the song. After that, it kind of fizzles out. I will agree. That's oh, what you... wait, I almost forgot. This song does the thing that I hate the most. What's that one? Asking the audience to clap along! Oh, that part. Because that's something that Dutch and Belgian people do Yeah, but this always. one this one has like the, the, the gospel rhythm to it that like that it makes sense to get the claps going. It's a clap break. Like that's different from But I don't like clap breaks. I think it works much better in this context than in a lot of what Belgian people often will do is clap unprompted. Which is the worst thing. It's the worst thing. And I'm just like, I didn't... Mm, no. No one asked you. Don't do that now. Don't Please start stop. Um, people in general will do that often, though. It's White, white people. Yeah, well. Uh, they will also clap offbeat. Um, oh, I never... Yeah, I was just about to say when we went to see Cats, there was prompted clapping... And everyone started doing it, and I was just like, I have to do it, because everyone's doing it, but then then that that implies that I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I staunchly refused. So that's that. I did give a standing ovation, though, because I wanted to see what was going on on the stage. Well, I wanted to refuse to do that. Like I was, I was like, no, 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 that's not the concept. The concept of a standing ovation is you stand up if you thought it deserved a standing ovation. It's not a thing that has to happen each time. So this is the Netherlands. Uh, they'll be performing in semi-final two. That is on Thursday, May 11th. And who knows? If you can vote in that one and you like it, vote for them. If you like another song in that semi-final, like, for example, Lithuania, vote for that one. Vote for Lithuania. Yeah, yeah! That's it for this episode. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, or wherever you download your quality podcasts. Join us next time, because then we'll be talking about yet another country and getting closer to talking about all 43 of them. See ya! Good night. Good night.